Welcome to the Evolve with EdTech podcast. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you incorporate new and engaging educational technology into your classroom, to help you evolve the creativity, communication, and technological abilities of your students, colleagues, and school community. So sit back and welcome your host and Evolve EdTech creator, Tristan Heron. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to day two of the 12 AI tools of Christmas from Evolve EdTech. It is lovely to have you back for day two of 12 amazing days here at Evolve EdTech. Yesterday, we introduced you to AI, and we explored very briefly ChatGPT, which is an amazing AI tool that you can use in your classroom to help you become an efficient, effective educator for the young people that we are teaching. Today, we are continuing this idea of the 12 Tech Tips of Christmas, and we're going to look at something very similar to ChatGPT, but we're going across to Google World, and we're having a look at BARD. We're having a look at the Google-created AI tool the large language model that's developed by the team at Google themselves. So we're going to go explore BARD today and see how you could use BARD in your classroom to help you become an efficient, effective educator. All right, just before we dive into exploring BARD, just a reminder that we'd love for you to connect with us here at Evolve EdTech. Why don't you head over to our website, www.evolveedtech.com. We've got big things coming with our website in the near future, and we'd love for you to go over there and check out what we have on offer for you today. You can also connect with us on socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, X, and you can join us right here on YouTube, which leads me into asking you if you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel by liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. So yesterday we had a look at ChatGPT and today we're looking at another really amazing AI tool called BARD. So we know that in this world of education that technology is something that is always evolving. It's always providing us with new and innovative ways to connect and enhance those learning experiences of the young people that we are teaching. Among these innovations and advancements is Google's BARD. It's a large, large language model developed by Google AI, and it is designed to be your AI-powered learning companion, offering you a range of capabilities to support students of all ages and backgrounds, as well as yourself, your parents, your community, and your colleagues. So what exactly can BARD do? Well, here are just four really amazing ways that we can actually use BARD to help us with our teaching and educational journeys. So BARD can actually answer your questions. BARD has access to a vast amount of information and it can answer your questions in an informative and comprehensive way. Whether you're curious about something like a historical event, 
you're looking at scientific concepts, literary works. With Bard, you can find the answers to the questions that you might have. With Bard, you could also generate creative text formats. So you can unleash your creativity by generating different creative text formats, such as poems, code, script, musical pieces, email letters, whatever you really would like to look at. You can create these using Bard. How much of a time saver is that? You could also translate languages. So if you're someone who is in a classroom where you might be teaching students another language, or you might have learners who have different languages to your native language, then Google Bard could be your best friend. You can break down those language barriers and you can translate texts from other languages to another language. Really great, fantastic tool that's really accessible and really simple to use. And finally, you can write different kinds of creative content using Bard. So just like we talked about earlier with generating creative texts, you can actually write different texts, okay? So simply provide Bard with those prompts or ideas and it will generate something for you. So this is a little bit different to the previous one about generating. We're not just generating templates, we're actually creating this time based on those prompts or ideas. So how can you as a teacher use Bard in your teaching practice? Well, Bard can actually provide us with the opportunity to create personalized learning. So we are able to provide and tailor that experience for every student based on their interests, needs, and what they need to be engaged and motivated. We can create differentiated activities really easily by using the power of AI and Bard. We can create interactive learning. So we can make learning more engaging by having those conversations with students, answering their questions and providing them with feedback, okay? And we can do that with Bard. And finally, we can make learning accessible, all right? We can provide opportunities for all students, learning abilities, learning styles, capabilities to be able to access the curriculum and the learning experiences. Bard can provide students with text-to-speech and speech-to-text capabilities. We can support students who might have visual or might have hearing problems. You can do that with the power of Bard. So even though Bard clearly is looking like a really fantastic tool that we could use in the classroom, it's really important that you remember that Bard is still an experiment. It's still undergoing tweaks to make sure that it is just what we need as a society to help us move forward. So even though Bard is there for you to use, it's not perfect, just like ChatGPT. So just remember that even though we have these amazing AI tools that are revolutionizing the way that we teach our students, they are not perfect. So just make sure that you are checking everything before you decide to use and implement something with your students in the classroom. Well, I think it is time to jump over to 
the Bard website and start exploring Bard. If you haven't jumped onto Bard before, you can just type in bard.google.com into your Omnibox, otherwise known as the address box, in your web browser. So let's head over to Bard and we'll start having a look at how we can use various prompts and have a look at the content and information that Bard generates for us. All right, so I've headed over to the Bard website, bard.google.com. And you can see the Bard website just over here on my screen. It's got a beautiful little message to welcome you back, especially if you have been using and accessing Bard before. All right. It's got some suggestions here. It's got some prompts. It's got a few bits of tips to help you with your journey based on your previous experiences if you have used it before. Over here on the left-hand side, you will see your recent uh, chats with Bard. You can see that I've got a couple here and you can see that you have the capacity to start a new chat there. So when you're over here, I'm not going to go into too many of the other features of Bard, such as the extensions, because I don't think they're things that you need to access straight away to be able to use the features and functionality of Bard. So I'm going to keep this particular video really simple today and just show you the basic features of entering a prompt, refining a prompt, and working on what we need to make sure that we can get the output that we are looking for from the information that we provide to Bard. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go and try and have a look at some different prompts. Now, if you saw yesterday's edition of the 12 AI tools of Christmas, you'll notice that we did use chat GPT. Today, we're going to try some different prompts. So we're not using the same prompts as yesterday. We're going to try some different prompts just to see what they're like first. We might then go and have a look at some of those prompts from yesterday, just so that we can compare the output between these two AI tools that we could use in our classroom. So let's go and grab my first prompt that I have just written down here. Just remember, again, the more explicit and more specific you are, the better the output is going to be. So I'm going to go and paste my prompt in just here. And today's prompt is generate a list of 10 quick quiz questions to assess your student's understanding of area. So we've got a math and a mathematics specific prompt that we're going to start off with today. So let's go and have a look and let's see what this particular prompt provides us with when it provides us with the output. So we've got little stars there as it is thinking and generating its response. But here are our 10 questions. You can see here that Bard has provided us with five multiple choice and five true false questions. And then it's also given us a bonus question because remember, we only asked it for 10 questions. So it's given us our 10 questions, 
but also a bonus question that we could be using for extension, that we could be using for students that might like to have a little bit of an extra challenge, okay? So it has provided us with a range of questions that we could use there. It does provide us with a note that these questions are designed to access basic understanding of area concepts. So just be aware that you may need to adjust the difficulty based on the students in your class. Now, you may notice that it hasn't provided us with any answers. So what we could do here, and we could add it to our prompt box, is please, oops, we'll just make sure that we spell correctly, please provide the answers for these questions. Now, this might be just really useful if you are providing this activity for a casual teacher, if you're away. Just remember that not everybody may have the knowledge or expertise to be able to find these answers out themselves if they are not a maths teacher. So you can see here that it has provided us with the answers there, okay, so that you are able to use this activity. If you would like to, again, you could continue to add to this particular prompt, and we might say something like provide a further 10 scenario-based questions for area. Let's see what this gives us. So this time, I'm asking Bard to provide me with a scenario so that our students are applying those skills and demonstrating their understanding of area. And it's provided us with some here. They're really simple, okay? And it does tell us that these scenario-based questions encourage students to apply their understanding of area to real-world situations, fostering deeper comprehension and problem-solving skills. So you can see that you can do a lot with BARD, just like ChatGPT. Again, you can rename these different sections so you know what is what. Again, you can indicate if it was a good or bad response to help the system continue to learn. All right, we've got some modify response options, some share options, okay? And we can also copy that text if we need to so that we can pop it into a Google Doc or a Microsoft form or some other element that we might be using in our classroom. So there we go, a really simple but effective prompt that has provided us with a whole range of questions that we could use with our students today. How cool is that? All right, let's head up here to the new chat button up in the top left-hand corner. Just like I mentioned, I suggest that you always start a new chat if you are going to be using a new prompt. All right, this time I am going to pop one in here and it tells us here that we are a year seven teacher. And I'd like to identify some novels that we might be able to read as a class or I might be able to read to my students, but I'd like my students to have some input so I provide me with a list of 10 suitable novels and a 50 word synopsis for each novel. I'm not sure what this is going to do, but we are going to find out together. So again, it is just 
thinking, just working through that prompt. And here we go. It's actually providing me with some really great novels that we might be able to read and a simple synopsis that I might be able to provide to my students to help them decide what we might read or what I might read to them. You can also see that it's provided us with some themes for each of these different novels so that your students are aware of what the texts will be about. How great is that? Okay, really simple, but it's provided me with a really fantastic list of texts, list of novels that I could access and use today. All right, let's go have a look at another prompt. This time, I'm moving into a science classroom. So I've got my prompt here, which states that you are a high school science teacher. You are asking Bard to generate a glossary of 20 key terms that students must be familiar with when they're working in a science laboratory. So we're looking for very specific vocabulary. We're creating a glossary that our students can then look at, learn from, and develop their understanding of those particular terms in relation to science. So let's go and press the magic button and see what we can find. So here we go. We've got our glossary terms. We have our definitions, which we might be able to use in some different capacity with our students. We might be able to place that into some kind of match it activity. We might do some kind of crossword to develop our students and assess their understanding of these key terms. But how simple was that? You no longer need to go through and find those terms and definitions. You can do it with Barb. So easy so simple. All right, let's have a look at one more unique prompt for Bard, and then we'll go and have a look at some of the prompts from yesterday's video and see how Bard responds to these differently. So this time I'm looking at a prompt that is for us as educators. So you are looking for, at ways to motivate your colleagues. Generate a list of 10 motivational quotes that you could share on your LMS, so your learning management system for your staff. I am hoping these are not too cheesy and I hope that these are actually motivational. So here we go. The only way to do great work is to love what you do. Absolutely true, isn't it? So here you go. We've got 10 quotes. And again, Google has given us a bonus quote, which is fantastic. They've also provided us with some sources to tell us and help us identify where they have selected and taken this information from, okay? But here you go, 10 motivational quotes that we could use and share with our colleagues during those tough times, winter, end of term, end of semester, end of year, or just because we want them to know that they are appreciated. How simple was that? We've looked at four really, really simple prompts, but we've managed to be able to get output that is acceptable. We might refine it further, but the start has been really fantastic. All right, so I did mention earlier that we might go and have a look at some of those prompts from yesterday. 
So I'm going to select the first prompt that we used yesterday, which was about our year two spelling list. So we're going to pop that again into Bard, and we're going to see what it gives us for that particular prompt. Okay, so this one's been a little bit different. It's actually provided us with some high-frequency words as well as some words that have long vowel patterns, silent letters, and compound words. So we didn't specifically ask for any of that, but Bard has de developed and has broken down those 20 spelling words into these different categories, which is really useful if you're looking at a specific form of spelling and vocabulary in your classroom. So that's really interesting to see that we've had a big difference in the output of information based on that particular prompt. Let's go have a look at another one of our prompts. Let's look at our prompt about our hypothetical questions that we might use to hook students in at the start of a lesson. So let's pop that prompt in from yesterday and generate our output. Okay, this is really interesting. Again, we have our questions here, but it's actually made connections and it's actually provided us with a little bit of context as to the purpose of this prompt. So our first prompt is connecting to STEM topics. Our second prompt is aiming to spark creativity and discussion. Again, very subtle differences between ChatGPT and BARD. So I really encourage you not to just limit yourself to one or the other of these two amazing AI tools because they are both very different in their conversational approach to the prompts that you provide. So. If you don't like what ChatGPT is providing you, maybe go and have a look at Bard. If you're not sure if Bard is providing you exactly what you're looking for, vice versa, go and have a look and use that prompt in ChatGPT. There's nothing wrong with going from one to the other and seeing what you can come up with. You might even find that you can merge and mash the information from both of these tools together to come up with the response, the program, the assessment, the test, the activity that you are looking for in your classroom. So just like ChatGPT, if you don't get the result that you're looking for, continue to reframe, continue to revise that prompt, continue to, to ask it new elements, Continue to provide more information. Be specific so that you get that output that you are looking for. Well, there we go. Google Bard. It's actually a really, really great tool that you could use in conjunction with ChatGPT in your lesson preparation to help you create amazing resources, templates, all different things that we do all the time as teachers. But now we have an AI tool like Bard, like ChatGPT, to help us out with those particular activities.
Well, that brings us to the end of day two of the 12 AI tools of Christmas. Today, we explored Google's AI called Bard. It's a fantastic alternative to chat GPT, and it's something that I encourage you to go and explore and go and have a look at. Familiarize yourself with this tool and see what it can do to help you in your classroom. Well, thank you so much for staying with us today. And don't forget that tomorrow is day three of the 12 AI tools of Christmas. And we're moving on to another AI tool, which I absolutely love. And I think you'll find so much benefit from this tool when we start exploring it together tomorrow. Anyway, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel because by liking and subscribing, you motivate me to help you with your EdTech journey. Well, until tomorrow, stay safe, everybody, and I will catch, with, catch up with you then. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast with your host, Tristan Herring. If you loved this episode, please rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to our podcast to help others find it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again in the next episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast.